The Daily Rios for Monday, October 19th, 2015. Hey everybody, this is your host, Peter Rios. Happy new week of podcasting, hopefully. <laughs> Today's episode is called Murray's Pool List because back in episode 314, I did an episode called Tim's Pool List. And it's based on the concept of tell me what you eat. You send me your pull list of titles that you get every month, and I'll make some crazy observations and, um, you know, examinations of the list. Whether it's right or wrong, I may be way off, but it's a fun exercise, so who cares? Uh, Murray heard the episode with Tim's pull list, and he said that it was a fun concept, so he sent his list. Now, Murray is, I know Murray, he's a, a listener of CGS and a frequent feedback commenter here on the Daily Rios. Um, and I've met Murray at uh, one of the CGS super shows, maybe even at Fan Expo in Canada, the one time that I made it up there. Um, I think it was only one time. Yeah. So this is a little cheating because I know a little bit about Murray, not a lot, but I know a little bit about Murray. Um, so some of my comments, uh, some of my, um, you know, examinations might be a little biased, but it's all good. It's all good. Uh, so as I said, he enjoyed that episode. He sent his own pool list and here it is. These are the titles that he's collecting. Black Canary, Starfire, Dr. Fate, Doomed, Bizarro, Omega Man, Gotham Academy, Justice League, Batgirl, Ms. Marvel, Archie, The Sixth Gun, Saga, Morning Glories, The Thrilling Adventure Hour Presents, Beyond Belief, Lumberjanes, Weird Love, Rachel Rising, and Asterix and the Missing Scroll. So here are some of the quick, immediate thoughts as I read that list. With titles such as Starfire, Black Canary, Dr. Fate, Doomed, Bizarro, Omega Men, uh, and maybe even Batgirl and certainly Ms. Marvel and Gotham Academy. So it feels like he tried the new 52 and maybe it wasn't for him, but he jumped in headfirst with the DCU initiative. Maybe that caught his eye because all those titles feel like they have um, that sensibility that was captured from something like Marvel's Ms. Marvel and certainly all of those titles like Batgirl and then all of the DCU initiative that decided to do um, creator-driven books, whether it was something funny like Bizarro or maybe something a little off-kilter or, or, or a, a different way to do a superhero concept like Black Canary or something a little satirical like Starfire um, or using characters new characters, um, you know, that that don't quite fit in the superhero mold, like Dr. Fate and Doomed. Um, and certainly Ms. Marvel is Marvel's answer to, to that. And it makes me feel, it makes me think, now I know Marvel's, an, uh, excuse me, I know Murray is an older reader, and it makes me feel like he enjoys the very broad, satirical, quirky comic uh, very similar to what DC was putting out in the 60s and 70s, uh, mid-60s, late-60s, early-70s. These these quirky titles that were all adventure-based or science 
science-based, not exactly science fiction, but it, you know, they're not gods or they're not, um, they're not aliens. Um, and they're not necessarily vigilantes. They're very superhero, superhero science, things like Metamorpho or Metal Men, uh, Dial H in the House of Mystery title, or Secret Six, Creeper, uh, you know, the war titles, the horror titles. But then at that time, DC was also putting out Sugar and Spike. And they were also putting out Doom Patrol, which I know Murray has a love for because he used to do a podcast called uh, Doom Pod Troll, uh, which was a Doom Patrol podcast. So it's all of DC's C and D list characters or the, the very left of center characters that don't normally get their own titles at least for um, very long runs. So even though something like Marvel's Hawkeye feels like it could be on his pool list, um, and the fact that he only has one Marvel title makes me think he's either not a reader of Marvel or it doesn't have quite the same sense of quirkiness or whimsy that maybe Murray needs in his comics. Ms. Marvel certainly delivers. I often, uh, it did make me think, would something like Mark Wade's Daredevil deliver or Dan Slott's Silver Surfer? Perhaps that could be something that might be in his wheelhouse or the upcoming Hellcat series. Um, I wonder if Murray has read Matt Fraction and Mike Allred's FF title, which was so much fun, which was such an interesting way to look at the Marvel Universe through all of their young characters and the zaniness of their world, and the zaniness of Marvel Comics, and, um, you know, again, he may not be immersed in the Marvel Universe, he may not be a Marvel zombie, but those feel like titles that might fit in with um, what he was reading. Um, to the other ones, I don't really know what the Thrilling a uh, Adventure Hour Presents Beyond Belief is. I haven't read Lumberjanes, but I certainly have heard about it. Um, Saga, Rachel Rising, Sixth Gun... These feel like they are titles that are very well liked, that are critical hits, and that are probably talked about on a lot of podcasts. And if Murray is a podcast listener, he, uh, you know, maybe he jumped on those. Same thing with Morning Glories. Um, if you're reading Rachel Risen, I have to imagine that you're coming to it from other works by Terry Moore, like Echo or Strangers in Paradise. Um, he has the title Weird Love, which is from IDW. Oddly enough, when, you know, all those titles that I mentioned for DC's 60s and 70s, they also had a bunch of romance comics still at that time. So I don't know, maybe that's a holdover from that. And then he has something like Justice League on the book. Maybe that's how he gets all, all of the big guns of the DC universe. Um, yeah, and, and that was kind of it. That was kind of it in terms of what my immediate thoughts, the thoughts that I could write down right away. So, Murray, let me know how I did. Let me know what you think and what did I miss? Is there a certain connection that I missed? But it feels like Murray wants to read books that have a sense of fun, a, a sense of adventure, and not always grim and gritty or um, maybe even not even heavy in continuity. Uh, maybe he wants to read stuff that feels like they could read um, like one-offs here and there um, and that are just light in quality and light in tone. Um, he also wrote that he recently dropped Flash, Wonder Woman, and Aquaman. Now, all three of those had a new creative team jump on them within the next within the past year or so. 
perhaps those new creative teams were too literal on the teams. Uh, maybe this, the quality dropped. I know that has been um, something that Wonder Woman has been accused of. I haven't read it, but same thing with Flash. And, you know, that's about it. Those are my thoughts. So, Murray, let me know how I did. <laughs> and if anybody else wants to play the game, if you have a pool list that uh, has a bunch of titles on there, and, uh, you know, maybe I can make some suppositions with. By the way, I got feedback from uh, David on Twitter that said, uh, this is in response to episode 314, Tim's pool list, and he said, here's the other end of Tell Me What You Eat, and he had an Amazon link to a book called What's Your Poo Telling You? <laughs> it's a hardcover. It's by Anish Sheth and Josh Richman, and it says, I love this description, with universal appeal, because everyone poops after all, this witty, illustrated, ill description of over two dozen dookies. God, I love that word. It's a word from my childhood that just makes me laugh. Um, each with a medical explanation written by a doctor details what one can learn about health and well-being by studying what's in the bowl. <laughs> Is it a floater? It's probably due to a buildup of gas. Uh, and all the greatest hits are here. The Log Jam, the Glass Shard, the Deja, Deja Poo, the Hanging Chad, the list goes on. Sidebars, trivia, over 60 euphemisms for number two. And unusual case histories all make this the ultimate bathroom reader. Who knew you could learn so much from your poo? And that's like, <laughs> I love that. I love everything about that. It's kind of like... Um, you know, like what Murray did, he told me the books he was reading, and then he told me the books that he canceled, that he cut from his pool list. So tell me what you eat, and then uh, I can learn some stuff, and then I can learn stuff from your poo as well. I love that. It's great. If anybody, if you know me really well, personally, my friends, my close ones, my close friends, um, you know, I have a strange connection to my stomach and my bow and my bowels. <laughs> Oh, hey, I'm getting really personal here. Um, so I loved that feedback from David. So thank you for that. All right, this has been The Daily Rios, episode 319. You can send me feedback at peter at thedailyrios.com. And uh, this has been The Daily Rios for Monday, October 19th, 2015. Talk with you tomorrow.